0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match
1: limited by state law.
2: This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Packs, What she said podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Maggie Loney, joined as always by Perry Goldstein. And we are staring a five-game losing streak in the face. I don't think that is something that any of us expected going into the season. And yet here we are. You know, every week we talk about the get-right games. We talk about all the things that the Packers can do to get themselves into things and save the season and then every week we come on here and have a recap show about uh, how the Packers didn't do any of those things so Perry what what happens now what do we do that's a question that I've been
2: toiling around in my brain since the game yesterday because I genuinely believe that this team is in a really, really bad position currently. And I'm not just saying that because they're three and six and likely going to miss the playoffs. I mean, the projected outcome for this team, if you're looking into the offseason, you're looking into next season, you're potentially looking into 2024, is not good. Like they really put all their eggs in the Aaron Rodgers basket, hoping that he would come back and be able to take whatever, you know, offense that him and Matt LaFleur could cook up, utilize young guys. You know, they, they signed free agent Sammy Watkins hoping maybe he would resurge his career and lean on a defense that was supposed to be one of the best in the NFL this season and hope that they could keep their window open a little bit longer. And in hindsight, obviously hindsight is 2020 this Everyone in this organization did not do enough to make this season successful. And so we're looking at a massive cap hit, a $50 million quarterback, and a team that is absolutely just falling apart at the seams. Uh, This Lions loss was pretty much their last hope of making it a competitive season. Like they had to win this game in order to make the playoffs there, you know, we're halfway through the season and we kind of already know barring anything insane happening in the NFC, which is, you know, possible. Um, this team is going to be done at the beginning of January. And they're going to also have to make some really tough decisions about this roster and where they're going to move with this franchise, Um, not even to be dramatic right like they have huge quarterback decisions to make this offseason it's just a it's a whole whole mess and of course it happened against the one in six Detroit Lions who are arguably the worst team in football
1: yeah and I, I was talking to my husband about this and I said like even it's just so strange like it feels like none of us can wrap our heads around the fact that the team is this bad like you know even you know if we want to say that we had high expectations or expectations were too high going into the season. Sure. But even if you're watching like, you know, the Fox six broadcast before the game starts, they're talking about, Oh, well the Vikings are playing a commander's team. That's pretty hot and they've got the bills. And some of the talking heads are talking about how the Packers can get back into this. They just need to turn things around today for the lions and they can still win the division. Like the fact that we're all like grasping and reaching for like, Oh, well everybody, like they could still turn this around. It can still be their division. And we've got a seven and one Vikings team that is rolling and we're still trying to find like some, some remedy for why the Packers are playing this badly. And it's just that they won't get out of their own way. And I think that's, what's so frustrating is every week we come on here and we talk about, Hey, they won this battle. They did this. They did this. They, everything they did to lose to the lions was self-inflicted and they just, these are repeated mistakes that they keep repeating week in and week out. And every week we come on the show and we say, Hey, well, if they just clean this up a little bit, they can roll. And then they roll over themselves. <laughs> like, yeah. I
2: yeah. I mean, this should have been a 24 point at least offensive performance for the green Bay Packers at minimum, they get into the red zone four times, come away with zero points at minimum you're hoping for a field goal on each of these, right? And they get zero, like, this is just bad football. There's no other way really to say it. It's just, it's poor football. It's poor game planning. It's poor execution. It's this game in particular, quite frankly, was just like one of the worst performances I've ever seen from Aaron Rodgers in the decade plus that I've been watching him. It was just all around bad. And you're right. It was completely self-inflicted. The Lions are a bad football team. They only scored 15 points. This Packers team should have been able to, even in the abysmal offensive state that they've been in this season, beat the Lions, who are the worst defense in the league, literally 32nd, right, in points allowed. And they could only score nine. And it's just there's no clear path forward for what to do. There's nothing, and we've been saying this for weeks, there's nothing to build off of. There's no one thing that you can point to and say, well, they're doing this well. I mean, I guess running Aaron Jones, but that's about it. And say, okay, go and do that. Especially when your quarterback is playing as badly as Aaron did in this game. I mean, two red zone picks, like you are the most accurate quarterback In the history of the NFL, you cannot play like this. At minimum, you just expect Aaron Rodgers to at least throw it away, not throw it to the defenders. And yet he is just – and he looked, I mean, pissed at himself, as he rightfully should be. And it's really hard to watch. It's really hard to watch Aaron Rodgers, like one of the greatest of all time, play like this and have him be the reason that – This team is losing. And I think that's why it's so hard for us to wrap our minds around because it's, it's all, I mean, this season has been, you know, he's been like probably mediocre at best, but it's almost never been him and his performance on the field. And now it is.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I think that what makes this also so challenging. Isn't even the fact that it's an NFC team. It's not that it was a division rival. It's the fact that we all were talking about the Bills game as like a moral victory, and there's no moral victories in the NFL, but. And there was always a little asterisk, there was a caveat, there was a but that this was a game that we saw the Packers like get up for. Mm-hmm. And Rodgers had said, you know, this is the first time all season we felt like we were like truly ready to play. They battled that Bills game, like they hung around with a Super Bowl favorite Bills team. So we're like, OK, there's momentum. Maybe, you know, they can take this energy and they they really can start to turn things around. And then they literally had their worst game by, by a long stretch. The Giants game, the commanders game, like the Jets game kind of got out of hand at the end, but none of those performances were even close to being as bad. As the way the Packers played against the Lions, so it's just it's this team is such an anomaly, and you can point to injuries, you can point to flukes that happen, like you know the the tipped interceptions and whatever throwing it off a face mask, like those things happen, but it's like one or two things, you know. It's typically you can point to like one or two moments that maybe swing a game feels like the Packers have like six or seven moments every game where it's like, if you just cleaned up like four of the seven, you probably would still, you know, have a chance and you would have won the game, but everything is just so self-inflicted and it's a head scratcher because, you know, you talked about it last week. Like, is it the level of competition and the Packers like get themselves up for better competition at some point, you know, You just got to win a damn football game. And the fact that they come out looking so defeated and so flustered. And it's like you said, this this was a historically bad Lions defense. Historically bad. And the Packers offense was able to put up nine points.
0: Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion, gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for the Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix.
2: Yeah, and the worst part about it to me was that it wasn't for lack of being able to move the ball. Like, the Packers were able to move the ball up and down the field, and then... Something happens when they get in the red zone and it's like they forget how to play football, yeah. you know. And nothing I think encapsulates this season more than the final drive, right? The Packers drive, they have great field position, they've got two minutes, they've got all their timeouts. It's Aaron Rodgers at the helm. Any other season you're thinking, easy win. Wait, like this is a touchdown, like they're gonna come back in this game. And instead, they drive down the field and then play calling, execution, decision making at the line of scrimmage. Everything just becomes like mush and they throw three shot plays. They don't even try to run the ball. They have plenty of time. Again, they forget about their timeouts and of course the game ends with Sammy Watkins running the wrong route and not being on the same page with Aaron Rodgers and it just falls incomplete. In just the most most this season underwhelming anticlimactic fashion possible and I don't know what this team is supposed to do going forward I don't know how they look at each other in the locker room and say yeah we did our best today because they did not they did not do their best today and I think it's hard to have a discussion about this team because it is so nuanced it's everybody's fault it's just like a collective failure at like all levels at this point and I think you know, fans like to say, okay, well, it's this problem, right? Like this is the problem. So if they just fix this, right. There are a lot of fans that are saying, you know, it's the front office's fault because they didn't do enough to put enough weapons or like inject enough talent into this team in this off season after losing Devonte Adams and MBS. Yeah, you're right. You, if that's your argument, you're correct. There are a lot of fans who are like, Matt LeFleur, he's not, he's not a good enough leader. he, isn't play calling properly this season. This doesn't even look like his offense is like we thought it would be this like pure Matt LaFleur offense without Devonte Adams this season. You're right. That's also a problem. I am more of in the camp that, you know, this season very much was contingent upon Rodgers just coming back and looking like himself and the like, kind of elevating the guys around him. He isn't, you're right. Aaron Rodgers is also the problem. Like, so when this is all it's, from top to bottom, I think it's almost impossible in this current season to fix anything.
1: It was impossible for me yesterday to watch this game and say, you know what would have fixed this? Chase Claypool. Like, DJ Moore, you know, whoever you, Darren Waller, whoever you throw out there that the Packers were interested in, Jerry Judy, like, this offense is so past one player away. And I know a couple weeks ago we talked about, like, hell, get OBJ in there or whatever, like, one OBJ is not going to come to green Bay where they're three and six, when he can go hang out with the the bills, the Cowboys, you know, whoever else is calling his number that actually has a shot at the playoffs. But the, the issue isn't, you know, what we're seeing with, I mean, you could argue that the talent deficiency has its moments. And we said, we talk we'll talk about injuries a little bit later in the show, but like, you know, this is a really banged up group and the guys that are that are left have to step up and make plays, but bringing in one person to fix, you know, It's like shooting yourself and putting a Band-Aid on it. Like it's just it's not going to do enough for this team. And it is hard when you think about like not to spin this into a Jordan Love thing, but you do have the argument like Jordan Love is, you know, what do you do with a player that has never seen the field? You're not benching a $50 million quarterback. And it's just there's a lot of irreparable damage at this point that the front office, you know, the coaching staff, Matt LaFleur wouldn't even entertain the question. And I don't necessarily blame him he's not going to come up and say like yeah we've talked about benching Aaron Rodgers because that's going to go over really well like the problem I think is the locker room in general and you know obviously these guys aren't going to come out and say like yeah we're we're terrible we don't think we can turn this around it's a lost season like they're saying all the right things they're acting the way that you would expect them to it's just I don't think anybody knows where they can go from here. And I think that's the challenging part.
2: Yeah. And this is a game and we've talked about this plenty of times of like doing your 111th. Right. And so, and you can point at individual guys, especially in this game and say, yeah, they did what they needed to do. You know, when, when called upon Aaron Jones ran the ball well enough, when called upon AJ Dillon did what he needed to do when called upon Alan Lazard put everything out there in this game, when he's clearly still battling through a shoulder injury you know when called upon jair alexander kept them in this game with a key interception and so but you look at this and there's something there's just still something missing here where regardless of what you're bringing to this game because they can only do what they can do Mm -hmm. when one person in that 11 isn't on any given play it's all going to break down
0: 2400 sports is an odyssey company